Urban Spelunking is supported by Landmark Credit Union. Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. All right, Bobby, this week we're in Washington Heights, and this uh, this story was blowing up on On Milwaukee. It got my attention, and I think I think the caption on the photo here says pretty much everything you need to know about this story. Uh, it says, uh, well, sure enough, there's a toilet down there. <laughs> Out of the mouths of babes. <laughs> so, all right, we got to just start. Like, what's the deal? We're talking about this weird underground toilet underneath a... Uh, a boulevard in Washington Heights? And there are two. We should point that out. There's also one in Story Hill on Wisconsin Avenue. So two of these subterranean mm-hmm. boulevard toilets. Yes. How did you get on this tip okay. in the first place? Interestingly, I actually pass both sites all the time. You know, like on my commute and like taking kids places. They sure, have friends yeah. who live nearby. Busy intersections. So I'm passing them all the time. So maybe 20 minutes after I drove past the Washington Boulevard one, I got an email from somebody saying over the summer he and his uh, family were at a festival on Washington Boulevard and they noticed this big heavy metal door in the grass like a hatch kind yeah of it's door. like a big heavy hatch. like looks yeah. like almost like a bomb shelter type door yeah. right yeah and then there were some uh there was like a, a vault light nearby which is those things in sidewalks like the glass blocks and sidewalks that uh, allow light to go into sure. basements and things like mm-hmm. that. But most of them were broken out. And so I guess the, this guy's daughter got down and like looked into the hole and said, daddy, there's a toilet. Down there. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what? And so, did, did and so he, he looked she was like crazy or did, I don't, I don't know what he thought, you know, and he's like, but this doesn't seem right. So then right. he looks and, Sure enough, there's a toilet down there. <laughs> so this is like the, a dug-out concrete wall. I mean, it's not like it was uh, somebody just dropped a toilet down there. This was obviously no. a functioning. It's got poured concrete walls. It's a. It's a. Some people at the city referred to it as a bunker, um, although it doesn't seem to have functioned as a as a bomb sheltery kind of bunker. So yeah. these are underneath the boulevards of, you said, on Wisconsin Avenue, on, mm-hmm. on Washington Boulevard. Yes. These are really big um, you know, boulevards and, and thoroughfares of the city. And uh, the answer to why this toilet was down there in the first place kind of ties into these boulevards in the first place. These were really kind of uh, majestic and, and landscaped and centerpiece uh, parts of the city. Yeah. I mean, the city, I you know. Um, I feel like the city still does a good job on, on a lot of the boulevards. You look, yeah. the plantings are really good. Absolutely. You know, and they've been putting bioswales in at, on the boulevards as a means of helping with stormwater um, runoff and stuff. And those always have really nice plantings in them. Um, but no matter how much they try, they can't match the scale of decades ago when there was just a much bigger budget sure. for this kind of yeah. thing, when the city had money to you know, do elaborate flower plantings and all sorts of beautiful stuff in the boulevards and they had uh, employees whose jobs were like full-time working on the boulevards. So it was, you know, the boulevards back then were were much more elaborate than they are now. All right, well, coming up in the second part of our conversation, you know, we couldn't just we couldn't just give it all away right here. Uh, we'll tell you how this uh, this the, these underground toilets got there in the first place, who might have been using them, and what else went inside these underground spaces. Coming up next. Support for 88.9 Radio Milwaukee comes from your membership and Landmark Credit Union. Landmark Credit Union 
is proud to support Urban Spelunking and is proud to have been guiding members with financial options since 1933. Information about membership is at LandmarkCU.com. Landmark Credit Union. Like listening to Milwaukee-produced podcasts? Then check out Radio Milwaukee's innovation podcast, Diverse Disruptors, hosted by me, Tariq Moody. We talk with entrepreneurs from across the country that are innovating for a more inclusive world. Listen at RadioMilwaukee.org slash Disruptors. Diverse Disruptors is presented by University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, Northwestern Mutual, and United Way's Tequity. All right, so underground is, is, toilets. Is this part two? Is this is this the number two? This is the number two <laughs> section of. Uh, all right, this is digressing. Sorry. Never mind. Um, this is going down the tubes. <laughs> and you actually got to go down the tubes and, and see this this whole underground thing itself. So, yes. all right, you you got you got to go to both of these sites. I went to both. All right, so should we just start with why these things are here in the first place? Um, sure. Well, I mean, I can say what I did then was I immediately reached out to forestry, the city's forestry department, because I knew um, that that's who handles the boulevards. Okay, so, so they would know. Of anybody, so I figured right? the DPW, the Department of Public Works, which uh, forestry is a division of that, would know why they're there. Um, and I reached out to a couple of people in like city archives and things too. And the city archives, uh, the first person did not know. But then the head of DPW, Jeff Polensky, got back to me and said, as a matter of fact, he did know what this was because mm. somebody had mentioned it to him fairly recently and he looked into it. So he had an answer ready for me, which was amazing. Wow. It's like he knew I was going to call. <laughs> <laughs> so before this was raised, I wonder if anybody recently had ever inquired about this. Is this, is the, had, had the trail kind of gone cold for a while? I, I will say, I don't know. He said that some people had asked about it recently. I don't know what recently meant okay. or who those people were. But I do know that once I actually, when I posted one of the pictures from in there as a teaser before I identified it, somebody on Instagram knew what it was from and said he had been down there to take some pictures about two years ago. So, okay. so there, are, there were people who knew about them and forestry department workers uh, did know about them. Maybe not all of them, but some of them. The two that I asked, one who's been there more than 25 years and one who's been there probably around the same amount of time, if not more, uh, they both said they knew about them but had never been in them. So there was some okay. level of knowledge. I mean, they were not completely secret. or And they were not hidden at all, really, because if you go out there and if you look, it's obvious. There's these giant metal hatches and there's the vault lights but who looks, right? I mean, right. Who, who's yeah. driving down the road looking off into the grass at the, you know, I mean, you really, so, you do sort of have to look for them. They're not, they're, they are at flat with the ground, so, you know. Yeah, and I suppose if you saw this 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 hatch, you probably wouldn't assume it opens into this big underground space. You might think it just kind of, you know, like an Maybe access panel of... Right, to some electric box yeah. thing or something. Right, who knows, right? Well, that's definitely not the case. The room, not the case. The room is pretty big. In fact, it's, you know, there is a toilet kind of in the corner that got our attention, but the room itself looks like it's much well, bigger, right? Yeah, I would say it's probably about eight feet wide by maybe um, 12 or 14 feet long. So like kind of a bedroom size, and right? maybe about eight feet high. Like my head wasn't near the ceiling. I'm six feet tall and it wasn't really right near the ceiling. Um, and what, you open the hatch and you can go down a staircase um, and then you're in this room. And straight ahead is a toilet. <laughs> and on the left... Um, there were sort of remnants of what looked like um, like a platform where maybe they stored stuff to just get it up off the ground. Okay. Um, they were not, they did not look like they were necessarily, it's kind of hard to tell because they're very um, 
deteriorated now. Like all the wood is rotted away and stuff, but it almost looks like they were just like some boards thrown on some, right. some blocks or something. They, they were not, you know, elaborately built or right, anything. Right. Then it, and, 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 and at the, least one of them, there was like a board hammered to the wall that had nails sticking out of it to, to hang some stuff up. That they were talking about here. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the, the city workers who yeah. would maintain the, the boulevard. So this was a public space, a storage space. And, uh, fortunately, a toilet for for those that were working out there all day because this was a um, a big crew that maintained these boulevards, uh, particularly on Washington and Wisconsin. Yeah, and they were elaborate. I mean, they were made professionally. They were not like even though, like I said, it looked like they sort of had tossed together this platform thing. The the bunkers themselves were not tossed together. I mean, they're solidly made with poured concrete walls, and you know, I mean, they're expertly made. Um, but then these guys would use them to store tools and things like that. And to be able to go to the bathroom back in the day when there were these full-time workers who, as the um, the forestry worker told me, their job all day long, when they reported to work in the morning, they reported to the boulevard. And they worked there all day long, and then they went home, right, from the boulevard. So um, at a time when people maybe didn't all have cars, you know, maybe they got dropped off or they took the bus or whatever, you couldn't just hop in the car and drive to some fast food place <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. two miles away and go to the bathroom. So they apparently used to knock on people's doors. And I'm trying to imagine that interaction. I can picture that in like a Milwaukee oh, pass. excuse of, me, yeah. sir. My name is Bobby. I'm, I'm taking care of the flowers outside. Um, can I use your bathroom? They probably got so many like uh, slices of cake and cups of coffee too from yeah, you know, the neighbors. In, I could just in see Milwaukee, it. I could see it working for sure. <laughs> yeah. Plus, you know, I, I guess if these people were out there we also we we sort of didn't think of it this way. If if these people were out there all the time, maybe they knew loads of the rest, sure, residents. Because yeah. in days past, there were people who were home. You know, you often had uh, one spouse that worked and one that stayed home. So maybe you know, maybe there were interactions. They knew who these people were, just like you know who the mailman is, right? Mm-hmm. So um, so maybe that wasn't that weird. I feel like it's kind of weird. <laughs> um, so they apparently put these toilets in so that they wouldn't have to do that. There must have been some need for it, right? There I guess must have been some need. The door-to-door method probably couldn't work forever. Well, because – and they would have to run water. And, you know, what the one on Washington Boulevard is actually sitting right on top of a sewer line. So that must have been apparently easy enough to tap into. Um, and there were probably sprinkler systems built into the boulevard. So water was probably already there okay. as well. So the answer is this was these were uh, like storage, right? And yeah, they were like storage and bathrooms for the city workers. And some <laughs> people have said, "Well, that no, 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 that was a bomb shelter," but it doesn't really make much sense as a bomb shelter because it's not you couldn't fit but maybe six people in there. Yeah, for who I wonder? You know, like who who would be the lucky six people in the you know or the lucky twelve people in the entire city that would get to go in these in, <laughs> in the case of a right? You know, because there's only two, right? And it doesn't. It doesn't really work. Although, and somebody also said they thought maybe they were tornado shelters. Um, but still, Milwaukee I mean, not a huge tornado. Again, yeah. same issue, but also not a huge tornado area. I mean, I guess they could have been a storm shelter. Like if the if the weather got bad, the workers could all huddle down there for a while until the storm passed or something. It's not to say they didn't use it for that kind of thing too. But um, did they nap there on their breaks? Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> And we'll never know, <laughs> we'll right? Never because know, right? it's clearly been vacant for a while. A lot of the, uh, like the bench you said, is kind of decayed away, and yeah, the, and the toilets don't work anymore. They're completely dry. The you know the one of them still has a roll of toilet paper hanging on the wall, which people seem to be really fascinated by. Age unknown. On somebody the asked paper. me if the, if the paper was going over the top or from uh, from under the bottom. <laughs> well, which which was it? And I couldn't tell because the thing is, <laughs> this thing has been there so long; it's almost sort of like 
calcified into like one and it looks almost like it was a new role that had not been started so like there's not is not a piece hanging off okay well i gotta ask you are um when you first sent me the tease of this story i saw the photos from inside and i showed it to our web editor evan and he was like uh you know um <laughs> interestingly not the not the nastiest public restroom i've ever seen so <laughs> oh yeah there were the first comments on it were about a local venue which was not very nice <laughs> and i'm not gonna repeat that here Fair enough. Well, really interesting story and, and something that was hidden in plain sight that's got this Milwaukee history and, and even a, a toilet underneath a, a boulevard in the middle of the city has this interesting story of like, you know, picturing these these workers who are embedded in these neighborhoods and knocking on the door to to use uh, <laughs> right. use the bathroom at, at the neighborhood's house, at the neighbor's houses. So it was uh, just interesting to, to see all this history buried right right in plain sight. Yeah, it was super interesting. And I should say that they have now, they were not locked, uh, but they have now been locked. So you can go look at them, but you can't see inside. Although you on Washington Boulevard, you can peek through the same hole that the little girl peeked through and see the toilet down there. Probably for the best that they're locked now. Yes, yeah. because the doors were very heavy. And if kids tried to get in, it could have been ugly. Well, podcasts here on 88.9 are produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted Sonic Inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Landmark Credit Union and from On Milwaukee. You can subscribe to this podcast and every 88.9 podcast, including our newest Diverse Disruptors Season 2. You can find it all at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts. While you're there, we ask if you could rate and review this podcast. We'd love to hear your feedback. And as always, we've got a new episode coming out every Tuesday inside a different Milwaukee building from On Milwaukee and from Radio Milwaukee. All right, Bobby, talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. And if you're going to rate this, you got to rate it good or just don't rate it. <laughs> Help us out. <laughs>